0: The year is 1984. The United States population finds itself surrounded by a pop culture overload. Across the country, gremlins and ghostbusters entertain us on theater screens. In our homes, our televisions are keenly tuned to Michael Jackson music videos, missile crises, and President Reagan's re-election campaign. But perhaps the most significant event of 1984 was the one we were oblivious to. We put a man on Mars. Maybe. What? What? I'm on the CIA website. Yes, that CIA. In front of me is a document titled, Mars Exploration, May 22nd, 1984. Within it is a transcript. Here's a narration. It's like I'm in the middle of a huge circular basin. Very ragged, ragged mountains. Very tall. Basin's very, very, very large. Scale seems to be off or something. It's just really big. Everything's big. I'm tracking severe, severe clouds, more like a dust storm. Uh, It's a geologic problem. It's easy to picture a lonely astronaut exploring the landscape of a foreign planet. But what if I told you there was no rocket, no crew, no mission, and no muffled communication system being broadcast down to Earth? The man I was speaking for was Joseph McMoneagle. It gets stranger. I just keep seeing very large people. They appear thin and tall and they're very large. They're ancient people. They're, uh, They're dying. It's past their time or age. May 22nd, 1984. Two men sit in a room, one holding an envelope and the other asking questions. The man sitting was unaware of the contents of the envelope, but was told to describe the location within. Inside the envelope sat a 3x5 index card. What was written on the card? The planet Mars. Time of interest? Approximately 1 million years BC. Joseph Vigmonagal described a desolate and dusty landscape full of obelisks and pyramids, with a strange people seeking a new place to live. Whether he was describing Mars in 1 million B.C. is for you to decide. His descriptions were controversial, and I could have easily fallen prey to the power of suggestion. But the test I described represents something much bigger. Our desire for omniscience and the fact that we may have more capabilities than we currently know. For some reason, the CIA believed in the form of testing. I'm referring to a practice known as remote viewing. So what do you guys know about remote viewing? Okay, I don't I'm know. I'm anyth- really excited. I don't really know
1: <laughs> anything. I know Braxton knows a little bit, but I, I mean, I know that I've heard you guys talk about it. Is it the men who stare at goats where they do remote viewing? Yes. Okay, I've heard you talk about that before,
2: but other than that, I know nothing about remote viewing. Right. So uh, I, I know about it kind of from the movie. There was a movie in like 2000, I don't know, seven or eight or nine or something. That was basically about, partially about remote viewing. Broadly about the weird experiments that the CIA did in the 80s. Um, And after that, I started doing my own research. But I just found it really fascinating. Because the main thing I found fascinating about it was not that it was happening, but the kind of results that they were supposedly getting. Mm
0: -hmm. How would you define remote viewing?
2: Um, It's basically... uh, You are in some place on earth, and you're tasked with looking at, you know, viewing or thinking about some other person, object, task, and somehow through your mind, you're able to basically travel there and see it. What you see is typically not exactly what it is, but it's almost like a muffled or a mirror different version of what that is.
1: Wait, so you... It's not just like a visualization,
0: like you're actually, your mind is taking you to that place? As far as I understand it. It's an idea that goes as far back as the Oracle of Delphi. Our books and movies describe wizards and witches gazing into mirrors and crystal balls that reveal what they desire. But could it be more than fantasy? It was worth investigating. My knowledge of remote viewing was very little. I would have described it as the ability to see something else or somewhere else that you physically cannot see at that moment. I had seen people test it online to some success, but the combined probabilities of hoaxes and lucky guesses made me skeptical. I decided to test it myself. Okay, you guys are lucky today because I have prepared nearly the exact test that Joseph McMoneagle did that day when he supposedly went to Mars. The the rules of this experiment. I will have each of you conduct your own remote viewing. Um, I will ask that you essentially hold, place a hand on, or hold this envelope. Stay in contact with it at all times. Ryan, just because I do not want Braxton's answers to influence you, could you leave the room for a few minutes? We will. Yeah, I uh, will get back to you when it is your turn. So the rules of this, I will have you guys for about five minutes just meditate, focus on viewing the location. Now, specifically in in these envelopes are coordinates and a specific location somewhere on this planet. Oh, really? Now, to make it easy, it's just a location. There are no people but it is a specific location. I want you to... On the Earth. It's on the Earth. Okay. Um, so I will have you guys do one individually, and then collectively, I want you guys to try to remote view together. We're just going to see what answers we can come up with, see you know, see some holes in this uh, I- experiment, or t- if we have successes, maybe this, this could be pretty significant. To make it easy, I'm not going to tell you one million... See, just view it as it is now, right? Right, close your eyes, meditate, focus on the coordinates that are in each of those envelopes. Again, the, it is a physical location, and there are no people. Just describe to me the location, I will give you five minutes to meditate.
2: To describe my process, uh, I know it's not accurate, I'm sure, but um, the based on the Men Who Stare at Goat's theory, or at least not theory, but what I saw in the film, I am going continent by continent and picturing myself flying over it. Does that make sense? And if I, I'm trying to see if I get any sort of connection to a continent that I'm going to narrow it down. <laughs> you know? Um, right now... I don't know, I'm not I switched from the focus on the earth to focusing on directly what's in the envelope, basically. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really getting anything. Or at least not that I
0: can feel. I am back with Braxton. It has been about ten minutes. He's had about ten minutes to meditate and uh think over this. And I will now ask there are coordinates and a specific location on a piece of paper inside the envelope. Can you describe to me that specific location?
2: Okay, so I'm gonna start in very general terms because mm-hmm. I don't know, that that's kind of as far as I got, but uh, maybe that's usually what happens. Uh, I don't know, for some reason I felt wherever it was, was it was dry maybe and then I also felt something maybe about the ocean and maybe a desert or something, but maybe it's somewhere where, like, the ocean is there, so there's water, but it's a very dry, windy place. And it's very, like, I don't know, there's, there's like, a, a lull. Like, maybe something's about to happen, but it's, like, you know, just a big lull of like nothing happening and like it, it's not calm necessarily but i don't know that's that's how i feel i was trying to do like how do i f- am my feeling i don't know if that's like the best tactic to use but
0: so it's dry windy right?
2: uh maybe the presence of the ocean okay maybe not
0: so it's on or close to the ocean maybe maybe uh Do you have any guess as to what that specific location is specific?
2: Um, I felt a draw at the beginning, like maybe like South America somewhere. Um, So maybe like the ocean near, um, what is it? The Atacama Desert or something. I say that? Is that specific enough?
0: Yeah, you can say a Desert. So, I don't know. Okay, that's what I think. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. So, if you are ready to make your prediction, do that. If you feel like you need to meditate over that envelope a bit, you can.
1: Um, I think I'm good. Okay. Okay, w- I have a question. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to be seeing? Am I supposed to be seeing the paper and what's written on it?
0: No. Or there, there is a specific set of coordinates and a specific location name on that piece of paper. Okay. Describe to me that location.
1: Okay. Well, when I first picked this packet up, the envelope, um, the first thing that came to my mind before you even said, it's a location and it has coordinates, was a kangaroo. And I don't know why it was a kangaroo. I like kangaroos, but it was real random. But uh, then you were like, oh it's you know it's a location, there's coordinates. And the first thing that came to my mind was Sydney, Australia. But then I meditated on it in there and it was Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> and I could literally I'm I, I like could see I'm standing and I guess that's what it was. I could I was standing in like a it was like red dirt all around me, and there's some rocks and stuff and uh I have no idea where the crap I was at. I think Melbourne. I don't know why. And uh, the first coordinates, um, I don't, I, I don't know how coordinates work. Honestly, I could not be a captain at, at sea. Um, but uh, it was one thirty-two, which, who the heck knows what that means. Um, and then the second one, it was two or three digits, and it started with a two. That was it. I, I'm. I could be completely wrong. But that's what I got when I meditated.
0: Okay, well, would it change your mind if I told you that it's not a city? It's not a city? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not related to a city at all. Neither of these are. Okay. It's just standalone physical locations. Do you need to meditate more? No. Okay.
1: I saw red dirt and red rock around me.
0: But you think it's Australia?
1: Yeah. It's either that or like the Grand Canyon or something. But Australia was the first thing that came to my mind. Pretty flat. There's, do you remember when we went to Colorado and we walked, we like hiked around and there were like those passageways and stuff? Uh huh. There's like some of those like around, like in the rock. But they're not very tall. They're maybe like, I don't know, eight or 10 feet. Like it's tall enough that you wouldn't be able to look over them. Mm hmm. But you could like walk through them and it would be like kind of hanging over you, I guess.
0: Okay. That's that's good. That's that's nice and and vivid. Um I'll tell you that one of you was pretty close. The other one was I'm sure I'm miles off. Extremely far off. Yep. I'm sure that I'm the one that is far off. But um Yeah, let's let's bring Braxton in and reveal.
1: (laughs) So I said it was hot.
2: See
0: the McDonald's play plays. Yes.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so it was it was really hot uh there was a lot of like what was that sound?
2: plane oh.
1: There was a lot of uh like red dirt and like past the red dirt it was kind of like cracked i guess um but past the red dirt there was uh there were these like i don't know what to call them like maybe like a plateau kind of deal but it was like a mesa there, I, I guess I don't know. It was pretty flat on top, but they were only like eight to ten feet tall, and you could like they were like weird tunnels and pathways that you could like walk through.
2: Very interesting. Yeah. Any idea what that is?
1: Uh, well, I thought it was in Australia, around Melbourne, but okay,
2: I have no freaking clue. Mm. I don't even know what Melbourne looks like, right. honestly. Maybe at the very some sort of Aboriginal Australian something. Are yeah. you seeing Uluru? It was like.
1: You know when they're in the desert of Kangaroo Jack, it was kind of like that, but okay. it was like more. It was like
2: very red. Gotcha. So, yeah.
0: should we reveal Ryan's now, or wait yeah, until the, Braxton let,
2: says? I don't know. I'll tell mine. It's not gonna be. So mine. Go ahead. And tell okay. You. So basically, for mine, I saw that it was very maybe it's a dry, windy. Maybe there was the ocean. Uh. Maybe a desert also. But not really sure because a beach and a desert, you know, kind of. But it, it seemed very dry and a place that was in like a a, a a lull, like something maybe was about to happen. But it was very, it, it wasn't calm, but it was like just in a in a hush of activity. But there's a lot of wind and dryness, I guess. And I guess wind. like I guess like maybe it was like uh, the, the Atacama Desert or something in
0: Chile. So, you guessed the Atacama Desert, and... Let's see what's in the envelope here. Let's see what is in your envelope.
2: Stonehenge.
0: There you go. So, you're...
2: uh, Uh, I don't know. Nothing really. Maybe the only thing I got right was possibly maybe there's a lull of... A presence. Like, maybe... Something should be going on, but it's not.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Maybe that could I still
1: attach think to Stonehenge. Hinge is an alien landing site for one of their crafts. Aliens. It could mind. be.
0: Okay, now we
1: should reveal Ryan's. I feel like I'm, an, I'm about to announce the winner of America's Got Talent.
0: <laughs> Death Valley. Yours was actually pretty spot on. You described... I
1: had no idea where I was at. Cracked like, dirt and
0: rocks. Right, right, right. And this photo is... When he was describing, I had a photo of Death Valley up in. I have to admit, it was... Yeah, that's very interesting. What,
2: described. What, what was your tactic? What did it look like in your mind's eye?
1: What do you mean? What Like my tactic for remote viewing? Yeah. I, I literally saw that when I was standing here and I was just holding it. Like, as soon as I picked it up, it was like,
2: really? Yeah. Now that's very interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because I told Christian, I was like, I literally, before he was even like, it's a place. The first thing that came to my mind, which was weird, was a, a kangaroo. And then he's like, no, it's it's a place. There's coordinates. And the first thing that popped into my head was like a desert. And it was like really red and like cracked. And
0: I don't know. Here's our second test. I would like you guys to collectively attempt to remote view.
1: Are we discussing it or?
2: I think, I think we we
0: can decide what
2: we want to do, but I think we should for like two minutes do it by ourselves quietly and then start saying what we're seeing.
0: So we are back with our second experiment where I had both Braxton and Ryan, uh, hold onto an envelope with another set of coordinates inside and another specific, uh, somewhat specific location on earth. And, uh, We're 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 still going to do it a little
2: bit, I think. Because I think maybe discussing it amongst ourselves will boost, I don't know, maybe each other's, I don't know, whatever you call it.
0: Uh
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess we can discuss it. Um, You know
2: what I mean? And then maybe we can.
1: Okay, so I don't want to, like, taint your vision. Right. uh, No, go ahead. So something that I saw before we did this one, um, and it was weird. It was like uh, there was kind of an ocean. There were some icebergs. And it was, like, super freaking cold. Like, I would guess mm-hmm. it would probably be, like, one of the poles, maybe, like, Antarctica or the North Pole. Um, but, like, I touched, I don't get that vibe from this one. I get, like, a planes vibe. Really? Yeah. Huh. And it's, I don't, I don't know why. And I don't really know where the plane is at. I just know that there's a lot of grass, not is much trees. Is the grass trees, very green? And
2: the grass is, like, blowing in the wind. Is the grass green? Yeah, it's really green. I saw green, actually. I don't don't know. There's something about green that was... It was was
1: super green, and that's one reason, like, that was before I even, like, kind of figured out that it was grass, was just that it was green, and I was like, that's not a cold environment.
2: Now, let me ask you this. Was it wet or dry? Is it like the American plains, or is it like the Serengeti?
1: I don't know. Uh, Because I felt like there was a lot of water. I felt like it was wet. At first, but then I kind of thought that it was kind of more windy, and the the
2: grass was kind of taller and it was kind of moving back and forth, yeah, but I don't know I got like I don't know I felt like there was a lot of like water like
1: yeah, but I didn't get like a super vivid thing from this one like I did the last one, like this one was really
2: vague no like,
1: w- I what just I got, felt was I got green and I got that it was wet at the beginning, and then I kind of like didn't think it was wet, so i don't I don't really yeah, know,
2: but that's mostly what I got was that it was green and then it was a place where it was wet. And I know this is weird but like I try to focus on like feelings or whatever. Yeah, and I I mean so I kind of thought maybe there was something that was like watching.
1: I don't know, something. I, really, I don't know I that, really that's get what that. I but. And I like you mean green and wet would probably be like maybe even a swamp, but I didn't get a swampy vibe. No, I, from I didn't it.
2: get standing water, but I got that it was a a very wet place.
1: Like a maybe even humid. Like a rainforest kind of place or maybe I didn't, I didn't see trees, though. I didn't though. get trees, no.
2: I didn't see anything specific. I just, I don't know. I think, we th- which is interesting, because we seem to have different approaches. I don't know. We could be completely wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't are know. You, are you viewing this now? In the
2: second that it is now? I don't think i consider time periods when I'd look. But it could be the way I'm looking. Okay.
0: I don't have any idea if it's periods.
2: if it's now. I would cuz I think <sighs> the way I do it is I take myself and I picture like if I was there like what do I what am I, I feeling? How a, do I feel? I didn't get a now vibe from
1: it though. I got like kind of a a really old vibe. Really? Yeah. I don't know. This is weird. I wouldn't
2: argue against that.
1: Yeah. Like almost dinosaur times. Like it was maybe that would be your humidity cuz apparently it was really humid back then. And true. the grass was tall. Like, it was very lush and very green.
2: Right, very healthy. That's what I think, yeah. like, a very healthy, like, yeah. vibe. I, and I, I'll tell you this, the, the watching thing didn't really come from, like, it's not people, but it and it wasn't, like, it, even specifically animals. It was, like, there's a lot of life here. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. there's a lot of presence of life. Not necessarily humans or animals, but, like, just abundance of life.
0: Here you go, we'll buddy. see how wrong we are. O- open <laughs> it up. So just in recap, Ryan's first said it was cold and icy. But and then, then changed upon, his mind upon to holding the envelope. Some sort of rainforest. Uh, I don't know Ancient that, that, rainforest.
1: I don't know how to say it's a rain. I don't I didn't the, see trees. Like we but, didn't I we The didn't first get a thing tree we both buy. got
2: was green and, and kind wet. of wet. Yeah. Okay. We both got that. Antarctica. No, <laughs> just kidding.
0: And the winner is... Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica. Really? <laughs> wow. I was right the first time. I you didn't get right that. the first time. and wow. w- In your descriptions of the landscape millions of years ago, Antarctica had a a, a pretty similar landscape to what you're describing.
2: Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Antarctica w- was very bro, this temperate. This is weird. But you can also take a lot of the things we're saying and... Twist them to fit a certain thing.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, sometimes I mean, you can't.
1: I mean, you can. Yeah. But
0: so, we've gone through two rounds of this coordinate test. Do you think there's anything to it? Or do you think you have to be, you know, people say they have psychic abilities. Do you think those people need to be sought out to do this? Or do you think this is something anyone can do? Are these just lucky guesses? And what are the, you know, the cons of this test? You, you mentioned. Right. You know, it could just be a lucky guess, or you could twist whatever you say to fit any location, any place. What are your thoughts?
2: I think that there are definitely people who are predisposed to have not, I personally wouldn't call them psychic abilities, but I think there is things in humans like sixth senses, right?
1: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, this is not, I I don't know, it might be related. Um, So, you guys have seen the movie Avatar, right? Not like yes. that last airbender, but Avatar. And you know how they I've seen go both. Yeah. You know how they go into like the chambers and then they're like asleep, but really they're like out in a different world? Yes. Okay. I have yeah. that I have that feeling like all the time. Like when I date like when I like am out of it, I feel like I'm somewhere else. Like it's really weird. Right, right, right. And I don't know if that has something to do with this and that is why, you know, my descriptions have been a pretty, little bit pretty yeah. on point, uh, but or, or like, more detailed than mine for sure, more but, specific details But than like, mine. I definitely, like, I don't know, man. Like, I literally, the first thing I did was when I picked up the one that was Death Valley, I immediately was like, It's, I mean, I thought of kangaroo, which would be like Australia, Australia, you know, it's pretty, pretty warm. And then he, start, he said it was a place, and that was the first thing that came to my mind. Hi- I didn't even walk out of the room yet, yeah, he was still explaining it, and I already had the picture in my head of where. It was. It was really weird. And then I'm sitting in there, and I'm like, I couldn't tell if it was just that I was, like, cold or if I was, like, sensing something else because I could tell that it was cold. And, like, that vision, I guess, I don't really, I guess remote viewing would be, it felt different, and it felt like a different time period than the one a minute ago. Like, the one a minute ago felt like it was a long time ago. A long time ago. And then the the iceberg one and stuff when it was, like, cold and super windy felt like it was now
2: or around this kind of time period. So, I don't know. Because I think there are people who are predisposed to do it. But I think that if you and me sitting here and did this every week, I think we would get better. Just, just I, mean, I think you know, we would. Yeah, and isn't that the point of
1: remote viewing? Is that you do, like, to practice it and then for the guy to go... To Mars, like
2: yeah, he's got to practice that somehow, and because like I'm sure he got better at it. I felt like doing it now. I didn't have a process, so I tried a few different things. The first thing I tried, I, I told process. Christian, was like, fl- like picture myself flying over continents and seeing if I'm getting a certain vibe from a certain thing, and then I tried, okay, well, I'm going to touch the envelope and see what I feel. So that's the that's how I got the other things. Like, what does it feel like?
1: Oh, so, so you're that, like you're like trying to. Go there. Go there. See, I didn't You didn't think about it that way. I didn't think and about it. That's what's like, so interesting. I too. literally like I touched it and I was like This is the vibe. Like. I was like, that is not at all what I thought a minute ago. And then um I took my headphones off and I stood up and I still felt the same thing. And I was like, This is weird. This is not how what I thought this was gonna be.
2: I I don't know. Yeah. But I I think with practice, i I think I could find I know I could find a better process.
0: So when you, you know? say that someone is predisposed to it. Are you implying that some people are just luckier than others, or do you think this is a real physical capability that some people might?
2: I think be it's. Able to use? I think it's the way that people's uh, brains work. Like you said, when you daydream or something, you feel like you're, you know, somewhere
0: else. I feel like but is is that a lucky guess, or are they actually seeing something else that is occurring?
2: It's not even like daydreaming. It's person. just I'm not like even talking about that at that point. I'm just like talking you know about when you just kind of stare, stare are, into
1: space and zone out. That's when it is. It's not yeah. like
2: I'm thinking. I'm like trying. and right. I'm like
1: oh, I, this sucks. I'm just
2: bored. I'm now out. I'll tell you this. I can also zone out and think about nothing. But when I do, that's exactly what it is. Like I can literally think about nothing, and so maybe that's a difference. Maybe when I zone out and think about nothing, it really is nothing. But when you zone out,
1: your brain. I don't ever think about nothing. There's always something.
2: Does that make sense? There's
1: always wheels turning back
2: there. Yeah, I I can like make myself just like
1: Nope.
2: <laughs> so maybe that's one of the differences, right? Is how it's how people's, you know, brains their synapses, their I don't know, all that stuff comes into play, I think.
0: Yeah. You might be familiar with the term ESP or extrasensory perception. A sixth sense an ability that seems to go a bit beyond what we've always believed. This ability is deeply embedded into our culture. Men like Conrad Hilton, Thomas Edison, and Sony founder Akio Morita have pointed to remote viewing as a reason for their success. This technique, and rumors of it, started as a back and forth chess match between the US and the Soviet Union. Fearing the Soviets were developing mental capabilities greater than anyone else, the US kept close eyes on their rivals. Only they were blindfolded from the other side of the world. For over 20 years, the CIA attempted to track enemies and criminals using only remote viewing. Remember Joseph McMonagall? It seems he was instrumental in this practice, and he was pretty good at it. In one of his sessions, he was able to make out details of Russian nuclear operations quite clearly. The building of a submarine. Satellite imaging would later confirm his visions, but again, it gets stranger. In 1981, terrorists kidnap Brigadier General James Dozier in Italy. The US turns to an army group of three psychics operating under the name Project Grill Flame. One, of course, being McMonagall. McMonagall describes the room, the uniforms of the guards, and even the names of the city and neighborhood. This information is then sent to top commanders. In 1982, Brigadier General James Dozier is found chained to a wall heater inside of a house in Padua, Italy. The day after his release, top commanders received McMoneagle's remote viewing prediction made eight days prior. McMoneagle was correct in his predictions. All of them. Was this a coincidence, or is remote viewing a potential resource for intelligence agencies? I'm back on the CIA website. In 1995, all of the US's involvement with remote viewing culminated with Project Stargate. There's a 15-page document recently declassified, vaguely describing its missions and conclusions. Its final summary, remote viewers can be used as collectors in conjunction with other intelligence sources throughout the DoD intelligence community. In short, the Army, to an extent, trusts and believes in remote viewing. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to conduct one last experiment. In this envelope... Is a sentence that describes me placing an object into the final envelope. I have that object with me and I have the envelope with me. So the way this will work, I will go to the other room, place the object inside. I will ask that you guys try to remote view and either together or separately try to describe what it is that I am placing inside. Then I will come in, you will tell me what your Descriptions are what you believe it is. Okay, so the black sock is in the envelope. I have no clue what their thought process is so far, but when they decide on an answer, they will uh, come get me. First thing I thought of was like the tape
2: dispenser, and then I thought of like some sort of cylinder, maybe. I also saw because of the the tape thing, I was like maybe a wheel. This shouldn't be as fun as it is, <laughs> but it actually is kind of fun.
1: Okay, the fir- before he even before he even left. Yeah, what did you think? Uh a pin or a pencil. I couldn't tell exactly what it was. Um and then I kind of saw something. You know those like really ridiculous giant pencils that teachers would have? <laughs> I saw something that kind of looked like that. Like it almost it was flat on one end, but it was big. It was almost like one of those uh big crystals that has like a pointy end on it. <laughs> well, now we got, we both have two chances, bro. I'm placing a sock into the envelope. Is it black? Okay. See, I had black, and that would be about the size that I was thinking, and it would kind of be pointy at the end. I didn't see. I did see color, but I didn't see. I saw a crystal, I saw more of like a crystal with like a point on the end, like a pencil. I don't know. I mean, I think remote viewing is still a possibility. Um, I saw, and it didn't. So I like, I just knew like I knew for them. sure that it was blackish purple like 100% sure about that and the rest of it I was kind of eh about like even the pin because I saw I thought there was a pin in there even the pin was black like the outside of it I did not see I even like pushed down on the top of the
2: envelope when he was like feel it and there was I was like there's nothing no, in there I didn't see any like fabric or anything now see that might be because I was watching a, a Twitch stream uh, where a guy uh, Sam Witwer is He's an actor. He's, he's in several things, but uh, he was talking about he, how he did one of these remote viewing e- experiments, and, I, and now that I think about it, this is probably what he did. The location thing, he did the same thing with the envelopes and the setting, and he said, actually, we did it, and I had I viewed something, and I described what I saw, and it didn't at the time match up with what it was. That's what he said. And then he said, a few years later, I was watching a documentary on this thing. He didn't say what that thing was. We just said this thing. And I found out that it, I remembered that, you know, what I had viewed and he was like, this is what I saw. So I actually was right. That's and I was freaking like, nuts, What? Man. So that makes me think the location thing, like maybe he viewed something and then the location was this and they were like, that doesn't fit. And then he saw something where it was like, oh, like that's what I was seeing. So I definitely believe that remote viewing is a possibility. I mean, I I think
1: that there is probably something to it. Uh, there's probably an ability to practice and you know, uh, be able to, you know, control that mind's eye better and allow you to, um, remote view, uh, more vividly, probably and in more detail. Um, but as far as, you know. Just everyday people remote viewing. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are people who are better at it just naturally than others. But right. uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with remote viewing. I think it's an interesting topic for sure.
2: Yep.
0: So, in conclusion, we've heard about men with outrageous capabilities. In the countries who thought maybe, just maybe, the sense to take us into the future is the one still unknown. I hope you enjoyed this new style of episode, and thanks for listening along. If you have experienced remote viewing or have a topic suggestion, please feel free to reach out to us.